Welcome back to the Triangle Table. This is our space and yours to chat about building brand, reaching your goals, and being a better human. Say hello to your hosts, Anna, Kelly, and me, Amanda. So pull up a seat to our Triangle Table and let's chat. Well, hello, hello. It's episode 23. Be sure you stick around till the end. Our outtake today is referencing a few classic movies that you might relate to, but I get ahead of myself. On today's episode, we are digging deep into ignoring the doubters, taking a leap, and choosing the right investment. It's really a frank discussion about this tricky balance of like this masculine energy of hustle and grind versus a feminine energy of ease, flow, and alignment. If balancing this is something that you've always had a little trouble with, this is the episode for you as you get a behind the scenes look at how we do, we deal with this and how we work through this just like you do. This episode is part one of two, so be sure to tune in next week for the continuation. And ignoring the doubters. Well, I think one of the things about ignoring the doubters and asking for help is sometimes those can go really hand in hand because we, at least for me, I think to myself, if I ask for help, these people are going to doubt that I have the ability to do it. So then you make the doubters because you ask for help, which I know is a very strange, like melding of them. But for women especially, um, and I, yes, I went there, we multitask way too much. We don't ever ask for help. And if we do, it's like, you know, we're at our end to the point we're going to break or split or we already have. And then maybe we put it back onto ourselves that we become a doubter. Because if I can't do this and I have to ask for help, then all of a sudden we become a doubter. Does that make sense? Like I'm doubting myself. So therefore everybody else doubts me. Like if I can't do this alone, if I can't do this myself, if I can't do this without help, then there must be something wrong with me or I'm not, I'm not capable enough or I'm not competent enough. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this is resonating, (laughs) resonating. I've, Oh, I, (laughs) I, I, I live this. Like this is a constant struggle for me as well as for me. And I think that that is such a, in one hand, it's such a foolish struggle because really we are, we put ourselves in environments of people who want to help us. I mean, think of all three of us, we are in groups of, and with each other where we want to support each other, but how often do we really ask each other for help? Right. We offer it, but do we accept it? No, because we, if I can't do it myself, then I'm, not good enough or maybe I'm not this isn't for me or whatever it is so we do all the things we need to do but at the very end of the day we don't do them what you said like processing it because like I just said I, I I live here a lot and I don't live in this space as often as I used to because I now recognize I do it but I guess that's the first step like if anybody is listening to this who's like whoa, I have those same thoughts too. And I never realized it. That's a pretty powerful just place to sit for a second. Is. It, it is. And it, and it can become a place where you, it's hard to get up from, or there's, you know, it's this 
and it doesn't have to be massive. I remember this post that I posted a couple of years ago and it was this big, it was this road and it was this little tiny sign that said like stop here or construction where you could go around it. You could go over it. I mean so much, but people, they get so caught up because you get to this point where you're like, I need help, but I can do this. Just give myself time or, you know, but we don't, take that leap and move forward because we're stuck and we we can do this by ourselves but we have five other thousand things we do have to do and yeah those could be excuses but they could also be reality of we have so many other things to do like amanda like what was it like a month ago i was asking her a question and she goes are you serious you really want to take on this project you know i do this all the time why are you doing this to yourself let me do it. And I'm thinking to myself, she's right. I could do it myself. It will take me 10 times as long. This is what she does. But because I felt like, oh, I have to do this or else I'm not good enough. Then I was like, no, no, it's okay. Even though I knew it was no big deal. You know what I mean? But we get to this point of, yeah, we can do it all and we can do it all wonderfully. And that's just not true. It's that's so not true. We can do it all. We all do it all, but we don't, we don't do, we don't do it wonderfully. <laughs> or we take 10 times longer than mm -hmm. we could have. We could be at point C and then instead of A and a half, because we're trying to work through it all, instead of just asking help and saying, you know what, can you, you know, it's going to cost me, you know, $25 to have this person do what I need to do. That's going to take me five hours. Well, $5 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't have, I'm worth so much more than that, which mm -hmm. is something that you've always taught me, Anna, too. You're like, you're going to go look that up and we could buy it for like 10 bucks. Right. What am I thinking? You know what I mean? So, so if you don't have the 10 bucks, of course, spend the time. But, right. but when you're looking at your to-do list and you're saying, I can't get this all done, but I have to get this all done. That's a really big, like a hold up, wait a minute moment. Yeah. Right. It's a, I, why am I telling me myself that I have to do all this? Why? Because I'm investing all the time. I'm investing my time, my energy, my money, my relationships. There is always an investment. Always. I just forget that sometimes that I can choose other people to invest in and then they will give me a return on what I'm investing in or I'm investing myself to to the, ex to the extent that sometimes I invest myself so heavily that I get exhausted and I burn out and there's nothing left. And nobody wants to get to that point. Nobody. But even when we get to that point, if we let ourselves get to that point, we still kick ourselves and say, I should have been able to do this. No, we shouldn't have. Are you, have you ever heard of, you know, approaching business with masculine energy versus feminine energy? It's been a we're very nodding. long time, but I, yeah. yes, have heard that. It, that's funny because my mom and I were just having a conversation this morning about multitasking. <laughs> I was trying to put my makeup on, talk to her, and making sure my daughter was getting her breakfast fine. And I choked on my own spit because I was oh, doing no. so many things. So She's like, you know, men don't multitask, right? They just do the thing, they get it done, and they move on. And that's why they don't choke on their spit. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's true. The masculine, it's not so much men, but it's that masculine energy, like you were saying, is so concentrated in a different area than the woman. And yet we put the woman energy into the areas that we necessarily should be putting the men energy into. My husband and I were having like a little talk about this, about, and this has to do with how different men and women are, is he works, he's a manager and he has people that work for him and they were going to do a, like a weight loss type challenge thing in, within their branch and do like whoever loses the most weight wins something. And I'm like, Nick, there's women in there too. And then there's men. You both can't compete the same because men lose weight a lot faster than women do. And he goes, one of the admins told me that she's a woman. I said, because she knows what she's talking about. Like we men and women are not built the same. Yes, we can do some of the same things. Yes, we can achieve some things, but we are not meant to be built. We were not designed to be the same. And it's crazy because he was like, yeah, okay. And I'm, he's like, but I just, I just want to win. So I'm like, okay, I get it. He's very competitive. If there's a, if there's something that he's going to get out of it, like he wants to win. And I'm like, I get it. And you probably would win because the majority of the people in your office in that, in the office are women. <laughs> like you, like if, like, if you I'm sitting over here going, <laughs> yeah, you can't compete with a woman when it comes to weight and your body. Yeah. You can't because we're not the same. And, and this could go down a whole nother path of, how women want to be equal to men and yada, yada. We're not going to go there, but at the end of the day, men and women are different body wise and mentally and hormonal wise. Yes. Mentally. Like we're physically different human beings. Like we just are. And I've learned that a lot from you, Anna. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay. So go back to that challenge. So if, if you've ever been in an office or a group of friends who has initiated a challenge like that um, and you felt like, what, this is an unfair competition. It really is unfair if you're going to set it up as strictly like number of pounds lost, like just across the board. Um, A woman will have a super hard time with that. If she's competing against men, if she's competing amongst women, only women, then it will work a little better. But If anybody wants to set up a challenge like that, what you have to do is you have to look at, you have to take different measurements. You have to look at as a percentage of body fat. Yes. But even then it's hard because women have a higher percentage of body fat than men. Like that's actually part of the way our bodies are designed because it's more, it's a, it provides a more hospitable hospitable environment for nurturing the, a, a, a child you know, whether you're ever wanting to have babies or not, that's just the way your body is naturally made. So I personally hate weight loss challenges. Absolutely hate them. I am not a weight loss coach. And I, for a long time, fought against that. Like, I was like, I have to be a weight loss coach because that's what everybody in my company does. We all just promote weight loss. I'm like, but I'm not a weight loss coach. So, you know, even that, like thinking, hey, if I'm not going to be, if I, if I can't be a weight loss coach, I'll never be successful in my company, but I have to be a weight loss coach because that's what everybody else is doing. No, no, slow your roll here. If you're feeling like it's resistance, if that to-do list is too hard, if there's just, there's something in you that's going, but you keep telling yourself I should, 
or I have to, and you just keep fighting and fighting, that is not aligned energy. That is not, that's going to lead you to burnout and to, and to hating what you do. Um, like you can't do that. So yeah, if Nick wants to talk to me about like his office challenge, I'd be happy to talk with him and the ladies in the office because I got words. Oh, <laughs> I had them too. I was like, okay, uh, like that's not even right. You can't. No, no. And no. it's funny. It is funny that one of the other women said that too. Yeah. To him. And the fact that I said it too, he's like, oh, she does know what she's talking about. Yeah. But I mean, but, the yeah. thing is, is like your husband is not ignorant. Obviously, no, he's not. He's, no, he's not. not. But it it does go to show you that that a lot of people don't realize the differences in literally just our physical bodies. We hope that you've enjoyed this behind the scenes look at how we navigate through this balance of hustle and grind versus ease, flow, and alignment. And we just got started discussing the masculine and feminine energies. So we know that both energies exist within each of us, you know, in varying amounts. And there's certain times where we want to lean into our masculine energy and lean into our feminine energy. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week on episode 24. We're going to give you some inside looks at what masculine energy looks like and what feminine energy looks like so that you can start to recognize it in your own life and start to lean into the benefits and advantages of both of them as you work your business. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to us today. You can visit us on our website at thetrianglatable.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our bonus content. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave us a review below. Join us next week for another episode of The Triangle Table. Here's what didn't make it to the table. Yeah, Back to the Future and Jurassic Park are my favorite. <gasps> I love Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah. Park and Jurassic World. Oh yeah, Jurassic World, which the new one I think comes out next summer, but with all that happened, who knows if that's still true. Right. Now I just adore Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Is Jurassic World, the, it's the latest one, like, and there's that scene where he has to jump in the cage with yeah. those, like, those three, and he's, like, giving the yeah. commands, like, behave, 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 sit down. And, like, that reminds me of me with, like, kids in my classroom when I was oh, teaching. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a funny scene.